The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Wednesday the 15th of January. In your Squiz today, Tasmania's Premier steps down. Melbourne's air quality, a duo of survival stories, and introducing Squiz Kids. This is your Squiz today. Starting in Tasmania, Claire, where the Premier Will Hodgman has announced he's resigning from the top job. The old adage goes that politicians leave their post for one of three reasons, defeat, disgrace or death. Seems Will Hodgman is bucking this trend. He really is because it's very rare for a Premier uh, to leave the job when he's right at the top. Uh, Will Hodgman is a very popular Premier. Uh, In fact, a poll in the Mercury newspaper just last week said that he was the second most popular politician in Tasmania uh, after the federal MP, Andrew Wilkie. So it was a surprise that he's going to go. He's halfway through his second term uh, and it looks like a new opportunity opportunity for someone else to step up. Yeah, that's a matter for the state parliamentary Liberal Party. They're said to be meeting next week to determine the new party leader. What's Will Hodgman's legacy? Tasmania has had a very good run under Will Hodgman's government. They've really picked up their economic act. Uh, They're now considered to be the best performing economy across the country, which really is a turnaround. And when you think of Tasmania, you think of high unemployment uh, and all sorts of other troubles. But Hodgman and his team have done a great job and he's recognised by even his opponents for doing a really good job in that regard. Last week it was Canberra and yesterday it was Melbourne's turn to record the worst air quality in the world. That due to smoke from bushfires in East Gippsland and the state's northeast, Clare. Really bad conditions in Melbourne. Uh, It's recorded very concerning levels uh, of air pollution and also uh, people are very concerned for their health. Authorities are encouraging people to stay inside. Uh, It's difficult, of course, if you're a tennis player who's looking to get a start in next week's Australian Open. Uh, They're going through their qualifying rounds at the moment, all sorts of scenes of players breaking down, complaining about sore chests and that sort of thing. Uh, Our bushfires have been so severe that NASA says that the smoke could actually complete a circuit of the Earth and return to Australia via Western Australia, which just seems absolutely incredible. That's very, very hard to comprehend. That's the scale of it. Lots of excitement, though, about the rain that's forecast. Yeah, really good news. And fingers crossed that that actually comes off. The Rural Fire Service uh, tweeted that um, it would be our Christmas birthday engagement anniversary (laughs) wedding uh, and graduation presents all rolled into one if that rain was to come through. So, yeah, really fingers crossed. Absolutely. Back to the effects of the bushfires, though, and it appears the price of vegetables will be another flow-on effect of those fires. The industry body Ausveg suggesting there could be a price hike of up to 50% in some parts of the country. That's because there's been real issues uh, in New South Wales and Victoria with those crops being either badly damaged or destroyed. Uh, also, there's issues with the transport network, and it's Queensland that is probably going to suffer the worst price price increases. Uh, That's because getting uh, a lot of those vegetables, and we're talking about things like cauliflower, uh, broccoli, green leafy veggies, uh, those sorts of things uh, have to come from Victoria uh, a lot of the time up to Queensland. And with those roads closed and other delays, it really adds to the cost. 
Now, there's nothing like a good old survival story, and we have two today, Claire. One is that of Mylan Lemmick, who went missing in far north Queensland's Daintree Forest way back on the 23rd of December. His ute became bogged, and he was discovered by someone who then went and was getting their tractor to try and help him to get out. But he says that he wandered off while he was waiting and became lost. Police, though, believe that he was hiding from them over those three weeks and they have concerns for his mental health. Oh, I see. Uh, But all Mm. is well. He was found. uh, He says that he survived on fruit and berries uh, in physical good shape still, uh, despite having lost some weight and suffered some insect bites. And how about the tale of Tyson Steele in Alaska? This is an incredible one also. He survived uh, weeks exposed to sub-zero Alaskan winter, and we're talking like minus 20, minus 30 centigrade uh, after his remote Mm. cabin burned down. Uh, He was rescued by state troopers. His family had raised the alarm because he hadn't called them for a while. And, yeah, he's back in civilization and heading to Macca's. Macca's was his first (laughs) port of call. Oh, dear. In Iran, and the president has addressed the nation overnight, announcing arrests over the accidental shooting down of a Ukrainian passenger plane with a missile last week. There's been a big backlash in Iran uh, because of that crash. Protesters who had supported the regime just the week before over the uh, killing of their uh, general Soleimani uh, have now taken against the regime because of the downing of this jet. Uh, The military have claimed responsibility for it, admitting that it was a mistake, uh, but people have taken to the streets. So the address overnight by President Hassan Rouhani was to try and calm things down a bit. Uh, these arrests and an investigation and trial will be set up uh, in a special court and uh, we'll see where that goes. To something a bit lighter now, and the New York Public Library has released the top 10 books checked out by readers since its establishment more than 100 years ago. One of my absolute favourite books has to be Charlotte's Web. Oh, yeah, love that book. Quite a few other favourites on that list. We're talking about a bit of Dr. Zeus. We're talking about 1984 by George Orwell. Uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie, the original self-help book. Uh, A bit of Harry Potter, The Very Hungry Caterpillar, another good one. Yeah. Also, another favourite of mine is um, To Kill a Mockingbird and it's on that list as well. So, yeah, good to see people are still borrowing very classic books. Still borrowing books. Old school. Uh, A message now from our partner at the Squiz, Ed Start, the Aussie company making it easier to manage school fees. As we get closer to the new school year, something that may be lurking in the back of your mind, school fees, paying for new uniforms, laptops, iPads, school trips, the list goes on. Ed Start get that this can be a somewhat stressful thought and can make it easier to manage with their simple, flexible payment plans. Head to edstart.com.au to find out more and get an estimate. I'll include that link in your episode notes. And if it's something that you decide to take up, you can use the code SQUIZ2020 to receive $200 cash back once they pay your first school invoice of $5,000 or more. And that actually brings me, Claire, very neatly to an announcement from us today in relation to heading back to school. We have a new podcast, Claire. Really excited about Squiz Kids. It's terrific to take a bit of feedback from our podcast listeners and turn it into something new uh, that they say they want. Um, We're really passionate about making sure that um, kids have access not just to news but also to 
you know, part of your brain that you can switch on to start making decisions about news and what's happening in the world and just really getting across things from an early age. So, yeah, we're really stoked about it and Bryce is going to be fantastic. Yeah, we've been working on it for a little while. It is like the Squiz Today podcast, a weekday news podcast designed specifically for Squiz parents to listen to with primary aged children. It'll be released at 7am each weekday to fit in with your family's morning routine. We're thinking, you know, over breakfast or on the school drop-off. The first episode will be out on the 28th of January in time for the new school year. As you said, Bryce Corbett will be the host. For more details, to listen to the trailer, visit squeezekids.com.au or subscribe to the podcast by searching for Squeeze Kids in your preferred podcast app. Those links are all available in your episode notes and if you stay listening at the end of the podcast, you'll hear a bit more about this from Squeeze Kids host, Bryce. And to get this up and running, we're really grateful for the support from the Judith Nielsen Institute for Journalism and Ideas. That's all from us today. Thanks for tuning in. Enjoy your Wednesday. We'll chat to you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. A quick message now from our podcast partner, BHP. Across the next couple of weeks, we'll be talking to Squizzers about BHP and the work they're doing to provide the materials that we need to transition to a low emission economy for the energy transition. At the start of the podcast, you heard how copper is used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. So when it comes to producing it, reducing emissions is a priority. And that's why BHP is making solar, wind and battery deals to help power their South Australian Olympic Dam copper mine. It's happening now at BHP.